Welcome to the Teacher Podcast. What's up, everybody? I'm glad you're joining today. Today's topic, we're going to be covering partiality. But before we do, of course, I'm going to go ahead and start us off with a prayer. I want to bless you guys in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And I just want to cast down every blockade, every hindrance, every distraction that try to keep you from the revelation of what the Holy Spirit has for you. And today, through this episode, again, covering partiality in Jesus' name. So partiality, I actually have taken a little bit of time with this um, discussion because the Lord just kept kind of discussing it with me. You know, when God gives you something and he just goes over it and just discusses it with you and kind of just lays it out by his word. I mean, the word of the Lord says by by two mouths, two or three mouths, let it be established. And that speaks volume for everything in our life. By two or three mouths, it is established. And what I, what I recently learned is it applies to the word of God too. So when you get a revelation of something, it is by two or three scripture that is established and it is now called truth, no longer an assumption. And so I guess I was kind of in that place where it was like an assumption of, you know, today's discussion. But I believe that God had made it a known fact to me and made it known as his truth. And what he has exactly called for me to display today. So partiality. While I was in the presence of God and this first came about, what he described partiality to me was grayscale. That's just the word he gave me, grayscale. And so I kind of did my little research on it. And you can find quite a bit factors in grayscale for Bitcoin, you know, money exchange, all those type of things. But the meaning and depth of grayscale is a range of gray shades from white to black as used in a monochrome display or printout. And what a monochrome is, is a picture which consists of a single color. So when I found this truth out, or when I found this fact out, what God then started to piece together with me was how limited it is. There's a limit in a grayscale. There's no spectrum. It goes from white to black. It's in a limited area. You also have words that follow that subjugate itself to it, like gray sexual, which is limited sexual attraction. So when you're limited in between a grayscale, he calls it partiality. So when you're being partial, there's only so much God can use with you. There's only so far you can go. You're at a standpoint. You're to a limit. You can't go past your limit. How are you to step out of being from black to white into a color zone? You're stuck there. You're stagnant. And if you're stagnant right now, maybe this is a message for you that there's partiality in your life that you need to make amends with, you need to repent for, and you need to put your full force and your full step into what God is calling you to, whether that be to breaking off a relationship, whether that be to sign up for something or to get in shape or to speak to somebody and make amends with them. It says don't, don't um, if you have anger or, or hatred with your brother, go and, and basically mend that. Go apologize. Speak to them. That can happen with a lot of us where partiality comes in our lives and we don't even really know of it. Unforgiveness is another form. You know, fornication is another form. What else? Your your words. What are you saying? You know, what are you speaking into your life? What is your confession? Those are all forms of partiality that we may or may not be aware of. And I believe God is now calling it into the repentance. 
I just heard a prophetic word actually yesterday, might as well those in, of repentance of our nation, if you're in America, the nations globally actually. It's a, it's a time of repentance. Why? Because we were sitting in a time of partiality with God. And in order to break through, first comes the repentance, then comes the salvation. We cannot be limited in where we are right now. God has called us for greater things. You have to conquer and go through greater, greater things for such a time as this, right? You know, in the book of John 319 through 21, I want to actually go there. If I could take you guys there with a quick second. I actually don't even have it written down, surprisingly. So let me actually just bust it open in my... Um, which translation is this? This is modern English version. Um, I'll read it. And then I think I'm actually supposed to read this in New King James. So let me actually go ahead and get the New King James version. Because that one a little bit comes off a little bit more fire. I'm not saying that they all don't. I'm just saying, you know, preference, preference. New King James, actually the Bible that I was saved with. <laughs> you know, you think I'd have like an NLT, you know, something a little bit. Nope. They said, boom. New King James. Might as well read King James, right? So John 3, verses 19 through 20. 19 through 20, it reads this, and, it, and this is the condemnation, that the light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light, that his deeds may clearly be seen, that they have been done in God. Oh my gosh. I can't even with that right now because just even rereading it, wow. Glory be to our God. What he's saying here, bringing it back to the grayscale analogy, he clearly is pointing, referencing light and darkness. Darkness is in that partiality and what he calls it is an act of evil. He's calling the work done within that partiality it's evil. That clarity is outside of that gray zone, out of that gray scale, out of from, from white to black. There's no color. There's no clarity. How can you clearly see where God is calling you or clearly see your identity in Christ Jesus if you're stuck in darkness? And it says that the light, the light is in God. That is where your clarity is. That is where progression is. That is where full commitment is. Which brings me to my next scripture, which is Revelation 3.16, if we can go there as well. You don't have to. I'll kind of just read it off. I'm totally unprepared with the scriptures, but forgive me, please. 3.16 reads, So then because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. We all should know or have heard of that one. That one is as blatant and and it may be harsh, but it's true. And it may be mean, but it's reality. Who wants to get vomited out of the mouth? When you vomit, you don't even want to look. When I was a young child, I used to be so dramatic. I remember one time I was 
vomiting. You know, I probably had a stomach bug. I'm not too sure. I used to cry. I used to do the most. I had called my mom. And it's in that vomiting where you just, it's, you can't even look at it. Because if you notice, if you even look at it, you're going to vomit again. You know, vomit is not a satisfaction. It it may, and it, but it's a satisfaction to the body, but not a satisfaction to the senses, which is the smell or taste or touch, you know. But if you really look at it, though, vomiting does give you relief. God is saying vomiting you out will give relief to the body. Why? Because there's no more disruption the vomiting out is the purging, is, is the purifying of the body of Christ, the church. So those who are stuck in partiality, in the lukewarm zone, in the grace scale, you either need to be vomited out or you need to repent and step out of that partiality and ask God to reveal all the areas that you need to come to clarity. That scripture is so powerful. Our next one I want to take you guys to is Mark 11. 11 through 14 and you know you know i'm gonna give it to you by the word of god everything is going to be strictly word of god this podcast is a teacher podcast the jews marvel they said to him, and jesus said what do you guys ask for they said a rabbi a teacher the teacher podcast it's jesus it's the holy spirit it's the father so of course we're going to come fire ready with the word of god 11 11 14 mark 11 11 14 and jesus went into jerusalem and into the temple so when he had looked around at all the things as the hour was already late he went out to bethany with the twelve now the next day when they had come out from bethany he was hungry and seeing from afar a fig tree having leaves he went to see if perhaps he would find something on it when he came to it He found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. In response, Jesus said to it, Let no one eat from fruit from you ever again. And his disciples heard it. This right here is speaking directly to you as a person. You know that scripture that says, I saw men as the like I saw trees as of men, that trees that look like men. Right here, Jesus is referencing men and trees. There was no fruit on that tree. There was no fruit being bared. So it was cursed at the root. There's no need of it anymore. So in your life, if you're not bearing any fruit because you're stuck in this partiality, then that refers back to the lukewarm. There's no need for you. You're cursed at the root. If you cannot produce what has been given, then what need are you? We were bought at a price, the price of the blood of the lamb. We are bought to be used. That is so powerful to me. And it brings me to the fact that what partiality could be is no commitment. Because no commitment is partiality. Why, you know, why would that be? When you cannot commit to something, what is holding you back is the reverse transition of moving forward. It is what if, it is a what if and the self-centered logic of either reason and victory elsewhere or failure and what to decide on. So when you can't commit to something, you're thinking about the what ifs or failure so if you're going to sit in a logical and reasoning position you're stagnant now and now you're definitely not moving forward now the only thing that you're doing is you're transitioning backwards you're going you're taking steps back further and further and further away from god 
Partiality can interfere with situations with your friendships, with relationships, job decisions, ministry, your ministry calling, and eventually the I am a believer of Jesus Christ or not. Because if you really think of it, like this fig tree was producing fruit, it's kind of just like, okay, I'm not bearing fruit, but I don't know. I don't want to do this because I'm scared or, you know, I'm too stuck on the past. So am I really even a believer anymore? Am I even really following Christ? The word of God says to pick up your cross and follow him. That's what it says. Go to the book. Go to the word of God. Seek it. The word of God says to pick up your cross and follow him. So in that scenario, you have a few decisions, but you have one fact. And the fact of the matter is, Jesus is going to continue to move whether or not you follow his lead. So the decisions in there begin and the decision of you either picking up the cross and then to follow him. He doesn't say to leave the cross and follow me with your partiality. It's that firm decision, that commitment that I'm going to pick up the cross and follow him. The cross is there in one place and you will bring it to and you'll bring it with you to another. Either you do or you do not. You can't just say, I'm going to follow Christ and when I feel like it, I'm going to pick up the cross. No, it's here and now. The cross is here on the floor right now. Jesus is standing there right now. He says, pick up your cross and follow me. It's in that commitment where you go. Because like I said, Jesus is going to continue to move whether you're behind him or not. You cannot stop the flow. You cannot stop the move of God. You cannot stop the spirit of God from going forth and conquering all that it is set to do. You can't hold the hand of God. Or let me rephrase that. You can't stop or hinder the hand of God. You have to let your yeses be your yeses and your noes your noes, right? That's what Matthew 5.37 says. So is it going to be a yes or a no? Not I don't know or maybe or um, possibly eventually. You know, maybe if this starts to work out, then I'll do it. You know, maybe I'll let go if they do this and that. Maybe I'll go talk to them if they're home. Or maybe I'll go do this if it's more convenient for my schedule. Let's choose Jesus and not let the evil one, the Bible says, come convince us of our, of our diligent stride towards the Father. We cannot let him convince us otherwise. Amen. Amen.